podcast show. So excited to have you as a part of a new series that we're launching this week called COVID Conversations. And our very first guest in our COVID Conversation series is none other than the fantabulous Tanya Ryan, who is a singer, songwriter, blogger, yogi, tarot card reader, and amazing friend slash soon-to-be mom. Yeah, I think you covered all the bases. So there's a lot. You do a lot of really great things. You're multi-talented, really, at the end of the day. So we've used all our time just introducing your talents. No. Yeah, exactly. It's just running the resume. All the things that I have done to – this is what I say when people are like, wow, you really do – I'm like, I have just been really successful at avoiding real jobs. Yeah. So I do a lot of – a lot of things to avoid a real job. I appreciate that. And I feel like that's my future also. So I love this and I appreciate you hanging out with us. So right off the bat, like how's life for you in this new world? It's, it's good. Like, uh, I'm okay. Cause I, I haven't, and it's, it's been really lovely actually. I've been getting a lot of messages and a lot of consideration and and I get it because it is like, there are so many people that are really, really struggling with mental wellness right now and anxiety and, and worry. And then obviously when you are expecting a kid to arrive anytime in the next few weeks, probably would add to that worry, but, um, we're okay. We're taking lots of precautions for sure. I have grown incredibly familiar with the inside of my house. Um, and I am definitely noticing, um, how much I'm missing face-to-face interaction. So I'm, I'm really grateful that we have technology and it's, it's like, I can't imagine being in this time without it. Um, but I do miss like going for coffee and just the normalcy of just being able to go to the grocery store and not have to worry about wiping down all my groceries after and that kind of thing. But anyways, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely some interesting waters to attempt to navigate. Well, and I think too, for you having that long list of jobs we mentioned every single one of them require people interaction pretty much yeah I can do I can do readings virtually um, and remotely so I have done I have changed some of my bookings to be on the phone or on FaceTime or Zoom Um, so that's been that's been unaffected but yeah everything else is very social so um, granted I was slowing down anyways at this point of pregnancy but I'm noticing just such a heavy impact on my peers. And um, I already actually have, I did get contacted from a couple shows that I had booked that were canceled that were booked later in June, July. So it's, yeah, it's, it's showing up. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and you're what you're in month nine. Are you not? I'm in month nine. I'm in the home stretch. <laughs> you hope we can't see your belly, but we're envisioning it there with you. I don't know if you want it there. It crested. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a different term in a few weeks for you. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. We maybe won't go down that rabbit hole for you today. And all of a sudden you're just like, and then rabbit hole. But all of the, all of the birthing puns will come up today. There will be so many, but let's just talk a little bit about, I mean, I love even in introducing you with that list of cool things that you've done. You, you joke that you do it to avoid having a real job, but at the end of the day, 
you have a really cool life and you, you get to be touched with people and so many amazing stories and all that kind of stuff. How long have you done the, the singer songwriter musician piece for? Singer songwriter. It, well, technically all of it has been since 2012. So since 2012, I have effectively um, avoided being employed for the most part. So, um, and any employment that I did have was very much, um, like elective, if that makes any sense. Like I've taken on jobs because I'm like, oh, this would be fun. I'll do this for a little while, but it's been very much like in a, in a casual setting with, um, an employer who is more like a friend than an employer. And so, um, yeah, so that it's, it's kind of, everything has been, been going since 2012. Yeah. I love that. And I think, I think for the most part, people know Tanya Ryan or the Tanya Ryan brand name from your music um, career and the awesomeness of that and go and download her music right now as you're, well, okay, wait till the end of the podcast and then go download her music <laughs> and support her while she's going to be giving birth. Uh, but I think a really cool piece of your story that I'm hoping we could kind of jump into a little bit on this show is how you went from being, I'm going to call a skeptic, a non-believer into someone who now offers tarot reading because that's a like, it's a jump, big, big (laughs) jump. So walk us through this process for you. Oh, it's so funny. So in hindsight, there's so much more of a bridge to it. (laughs) At the time, it felt very much like this like implosion of, oh my God, I don't even know who I am anymore. It was like almost like an identity crisis because it felt very um, rapid. But now when I look back, I go, oh, look at that, look at that, look at that. So there were things that were hinted at along the way. I was just really good at ignoring them. Um, but yeah, no, I, my, my family and myself, and I've been inherently pragmatic and we're very research-based and evidence-based. And, um, and so that was kind of my environment that I was around so much. And um, anyways, I, I ended up having a friend uh, convince me to go to a psychic which I, I humored her because I love her dearly. And also because I was looking forward to the opportunity to be like as smug as possible after the psychic uh, experience, because I was not going to give, because all I knew of psychics was that they're a scam artist, which means that they watch your body language. They take leads from what you say and they like, you know, build something off of that. And, um, and so I was like, Nope, I'm, I'm only saying yes. I'm only saying no, I'm going to sit there like, still and so she can't get anything off of me um she only had my first name too when we booked the appointment so there's you know i'm sure there's plenty of tanya's out there and um yeah so it was so funny so we get there and i I brought my friend with me and we we get there and i walk in in the door and the woman's like oh you just broke up with someone and i was like yeah okay whatever like everyone that goes to a psychic just broke up with someone so this is not even a thing and then she's like, oh, it was two months ago. And I was like, yeah. And then she said, you lived together. Yeah. For two years. And you had a dog and he had a dog and you took one and he took one. And, um, and then she started to go off on all this stuff. And I was just like, how though? Because <laughs> all I said to her was yes. That's it. That's all I said. Um, was yes. And she just kept going. And she, she proceeded to say things 
that were so incredibly detailed. And some of them actually were things um, like, like a, about a week prior, someone told me something. And that information was actually, um, I, w I wouldn't say it was, it was very private. It was really personal. I didn't say it to anybody else. And she even mentioned that. And I was like, well, I shouldn't even know that. How do you know that? Like, and so it was, it was just, it was so weird. So what happened was, of course, I was not the smug one when we drove home. My friend was the smug one when we drove home. And, uh, and so it kind of blew the doors off of my whole like evidence-based theory because I had no way to create evidence for this. And um, I, it gave me insomnia for about two weeks trying to understand how this was possible. But it was funny because I went in there just so skeptical and I came out like the last half hour of being with her, I'm just like frantically writing things down. So it was really humbling in that sense. Um, but yeah, so what ended up happening was um, because we are a family of researchers, I, that's what I did. I started to do my own research. I said, okay, if she can experience this, I want to experience this too. And so I went and bought a deck of tarot cards and I took them home and I, invested so much time into studying like I, I won't actually tell people how much time I invested into studying because it was an incredibly large amount and uh like nerd level optimal and yeah from there it was just what happened then was that I started to have funny weird things happen to me and experiencing them like through myself and being such a skeptic has made me has pushed me to be a better reader because I'm still skeptical of what I say. So if I don't feel like it's good enough or thorough enough or detailed enough, then I will keep digging um, and asking myself for more to get a little further along. And so, yeah, anyways, I don't know how it happened exactly, but that's, that's what happened. And now I read tarot cards. <laughs> and now here you are so what does that feel like like you've said it out loud I think more of recent than you had prior to because I think lots of times when we learn something new or come into a new belief structure we chameleonize it a little bit how does it feel to be just showing the 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 really raw real Tanya I feel like, so I would legitimately compare it to being in the closet. I, I had so much compassion for anyone that's had to hide a part of like who they are. Cause I actually, I've been doing this for over three years, just about four years. And I was so uncomfortable with it because to me it was so irrational and it, it was so illogical and almost it, to me, it almost felt unintelligent. Like, cause I was like, no, cause smart people look into evidence and, and support and research and all this stuff. This is not this, I can't back this up. So this is not smart. And I didn't like kind of that label. So I, I hit it and it gave me so much insight to someone who feels like they have to hide a part of who they are. So I had a lot of compassion built up for friends of mine who have had to um, like come out of the closet, especially in more conservative circumstances, because the most challenging part for me was talking to my parents about it because I just, I didn't want to feel judged and I didn't want to feel like they thought I was stupid and I didn't want them to, like, I didn't want to feel patronized or humored or, you know, I, it just, cause for me, it did become such a like huge part of who I am. It kind of grew into that. 
And, um, and so when I finally, you know, unearthed that with my family, it was, uh, well, it was like, you know, precarious at first, because you're like, okay, do you still like me? <laughs> then, um, but it was all like, ultimately, it was it was really good. And now it feels really good, because I'm like, all right, my freak flag is up in the air over here. I'm comfortable with it. If you're not into it, that's totally cool. What's actually nice is like when people are like, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, dude, I so understand. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what? If you never get there, that's fine. If you get there, call me. But just anywhere in between, I'm, I'm good with. Like, I, I totally get it. So uh, if it's not for you, I, uh, I would never force it upon anybody by any means. But for me, it's been it's been huge and it's been huge for um personal growth and reflection and like self-inquiry and self-excavation and like being able to hold a mirror to yourself and be a little bit more honest with yourself because that to me is what it's that's how I feel that tool is best utilized so for me the tarot cards are not about reading the future or um you know telling you about all your fame and riches that you're going to come into eventually but it's more about kind of processing certain circumstances or challenges and getting insights on how to manage those a bit more gracefully or calling yourself out on certain behaviors or routines or mannerisms that aren't supporting you in your life. And do you feel it's been a, like an integral piece of that foundation that you've built in yourself to become a mom? I think it's in there for sure. Cause I think like, um, and I mean, the, it's not here yet. So this is still very conceptual for me. Yeah. But I hear a lot, right, that people, when you ask someone what motivates someone to be a better person, um, and if that person have kids, that's usually their top answer is my kid. My kid inspires me to be a better person. Because we want to be a better person to set a good example to develop the next generation so that they do a better job than we did and so on and so forth, right? So I know that all of this... Um, having tarot as a support for me and using it as a growth um, tool will ultimately create a lot of ease in being able to further develop and grow as a person and you know again hopefully set a decent example for whatever's in here <laughs> for whoever will visit us soon well yeah. I think it just I think personal growth is a is a big piece for people and it helps in the fact that you know, like the soon to be mom piece, but also the fact that you're a wife and, and incorporating all of these moving parts for somebody who usually likes control. If I could be so bold to say to you, it, it shifts that a lot for you. Well, totally does. And it like, it just, it makes you actually, it's funny. So I was, I was actually just finished teaching a tarot course and we talked literally about control um, because this control tendency actually comes up in a lot of people. And it's funny because we talk about control so that, and I talk about, so what we went into is the, were these layers. If I'm getting off topic, just let me know, but I'm just, I'm permission to nerd out for like two yeah, seconds. Out. <laughs> so the initial layer is, uh, cause I, I talk to people about how to communicate effectively in readings, which just means if you have someone sit down in front of you and your reading says, Oh, this person is controlling. Um, typically if you say that to someone is sitting in front of you, they're not gonna, they're gonna feel defensive hearing that. Like if you say you're, you're really controlling, they're gonna go, 
I am not, or they're going to go, how dare you? Either way, you're going to get a recoil response because no one really wants to be like, no one wants their flaws shoved in their face, right? So we talked about, okay, they, they do like control. So we can say that you prefer your environment to feel really controlled. And so this is like, so the first layer is you're controlling. The second layer is to say you like a controlled environment. And the third layer is actually why though, because you want control to feel safe. Then the fourth layer would be, why are you not feeling safe? So you can actually take tarot and dig down this, like these to these different layers and we could excavate this bottom layer and go, okay, well, what, what's occurring in your life? What has occurred or what belief is being reinforced that you feel you're not safe? And is that real or is that something that you're, you're like perpetuating in your day to day? Cause then if that's just something you're perpetuating and usually we are right, we're running, we're rerunning stories that are not real. Uh-huh. They, yeah. they never happen. Like children are amazing because like, and I say that like from being a kid again, I'm not going to talk about parenting yet. Cause I don't want to like get out of my jurisdiction here. <laughs> but, but um, when we hear things like for, as a child, we don't have a ton of context. Like, and I know parents have said it too. They say this one thing to their kid and a week later, their kid says it back to them, but it's kind of backwards or it was kind of like, Oh, that's not quite what I meant. Or that's the direction you took that. <laughs> and so we, we just have what we have. Our brain only works to this certain capacity. And so we take these stories and we're lucky if the kid reiterates what we said back to them, but lots of times they don't. And they're just going to walk around with this belief of like, Oh, well, you know, Mom said there wasn't enough chocolate chips in the oatmeal cookies. So that means I'm not good enough. Like we can like create these stories based on nothing. And so then it's like going into that bottom layer and going, oh, where did this like originate from? And can we like take that out or contextualize it? Because um, whenever we're feeling unsafe or feel icky or gross, usually it's because we're in a spot where we can't see. And I kind of like refer to it as like blinders. And so tarot for me takes off blinders and gives you just a bit more perspective where you're like, oh, and once you have context, everything feels a lot safer. It feels a lot more like you can understand it better and there's perspective on it. And then all of a sudden we can like break apart all these like icky habits and gross things that we've been just dragging around unwittingly. And then they, you know, show up in ways like control or anxiety or um, perpetual like bad relationships or self-sabotage, you name it. But all this stuff to me is just like, just dug through layers of, um, how would you say that? Like personal garbage? Yeah. <laughs> layers of personal garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You say it with an accent, it sounds fancier. Just, I'll note that. Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking that. Maybe I should just amp up my accent just a little. I'm horrible at them. So <laughs> anything better than what I produce is fantastic. So I can do a half decent English accent, uh, but not for very long, and pretty much <laughs> nothing else. So my sister's really good at them. My brother is really good at them. Yeah. It's- Maybe it can only go into so many siblings, right? Yeah, exactly. Talent somewhere else. Like, we'll figure out what those are. But I love the story. I love hearing how that transformation has happened for you. And and I would think it would feel pretty amazing that you're able to then share that with other people who are in the space that are ready to to learn. 
Totally. That, and that's like, that's the fun part. And you, you get people at various points of um, the journey, so to speak. So that's the other thing we talked about um, in the course was just kind of going, okay, so you've got these rungs of the ladder. I'm like, if you jump down into this rung and that person is not ready, they're going to like get you out of there pretty fast. So you have to like, part of the reading is being able to determine where your person is at and which rung you're, you're approaching. Cause sometimes you can approach like the, you could approach at the top rung and dig down to the four. But sometimes with certain people, you can dig right down to the four and go like, Ooh, let's get in there. Cause they're open to it or that they're ready for that. And then other people, we just got to go down slow and it's, um, but it, it is such a fun process. And I'm always, I'm always so uh, inspired by and excited by people that are interested in doing that type of work where they're like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to like, I really want to chisel this out. This is bothering me. Like I can't create a stable relationship or I can't create, I can't lose a sense of insecurity or jealousy, or I can't get rid of this control tendency, or I'm always anxious. And when they actually want to break that up, that's so, so fun because it's so empowering. Like when you finally feel like, Oh my gosh, I don't have to like live like this forever. Awesome. I thought this was who I am. And it turns out, no, it's just part of part of the fun stuff. I get to dig out of my garden. Yeah. Yeah. Get the weeds out, man. They don't totally. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to save that like corner of your garden for weeds. You can like put whatever you want in there. And that's, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. Well, we appreciate you taking time to have a, a COVID uh, conversation with us while we're all just figuring it out. Alone in our homes. What better place for self-reflection than to be isolated? Exactly. <laughs> Work on your stuff alone. Yeah, this is as close as you're going to get to your Buddhist monk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. So. Absolutely. But before we let you go, okay. I thought it would be kind of fun in this series because we're, you know, entertaining ourselves through COVID-19 is you need to leave us with a hashtag Corona confession. Oh, so right. Be something like when I say that, it's something that maybe you've uh, a, a dirty little secret habit you developed during this time frame at home or something you've done, or I mean, just something fun. I wish I prepared something because I we sort of discussed this and I totally forgot. So <laughs> I did give you the heads up. Hashtag pregnancy brain is real. I, it, it very much is. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's pretty unoriginal. So I feel like I could do better than this, but I'm going to start here and see if something else comes up. But I, I have been uh, the, like consuming a, a pretty impressive amount of Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not proud of it because I'm predominantly watching Family Guy, which in my opinion is like mental junk foods. So not even like taking this as a chance to be like, oh, I'm just going to totally read like 70 new books. <laughs> no, uh, Family Guy marathon. Like I got the continue watching um, notification yesterday oh. for Family Guy. And I was like, I'm going to turn this off now because I feel shame. <laughs> my TV shamed me. As I watch the corn dog of television. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh my God. They should make that like some sort of theme or something. It is the corn dog of television. It's just, you're like eating it. You're like, please don't anyone see me. I like. So delicious. <laughs> so good. 
so bad. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know I had one. That's a, that's a perfect Corona confession. I love it. Ah, okay, good. Yeah. So we're talking about spiritual enlightenment and then how I binge watch Family Guy. So yeah, cool, cool. Balance. Balance. <laughs> it's the evil B word, but it's, it works. It's awesome. And thank you so much for, for hanging out with us on the show. Oh, I'm so excited that you invited me and I'm so honored to be part of it. And uh, I very much love your bright green pencil. Thank you. I'm quite in love with it too. <laughs> it brings me joy. Llamas in green. Um, just in case someone, wa- like, because people will hear this at different times. We know that you're kind of uh, on pause for a little bit. Yes. Before the little pause. Come. Well, hopefully it doesn't have pause. But anyway, um, if people want to in the future connect into learning more about tarot or book you for a reading or just connect in with your awesome blog. You write a really great blog too. Where's the best place for people to do that? Oh, I need to redo my website. So it's a little bit more um, diverse because right now it's really music focused, but my blog is on my website. So that's tanyaryan.ca. And then if you go on and that's like the segue to all my social medias. So I do have everything linked up through social media the readings, I have some available on Etsy. That link is on my Instagram. And um, most of the reading stuff is on Instagram. So if you want to even, I do a weekly kind of like public reading. And then if you want to book your own private reading, then you can do that through Instagram. But you can email me, basically, info at tanyaryan.ca. That's the best way, probably. Yeah. Well, and if there's a delay in the response, it means baby's here. And yeah, you'll get exactly. back to eventually. <laughs> Please allow. Please allow. <laughs> but until the baby gets here, I mean, throw them at me, people. I may as well. So. Coming. All right. Well, awesome, Tanya. Thank you so much. Uh, sending you so much love. So excited for our baby to arrive. <laughs> and uh, fine, Bryn, it's yours, whatever. <laughs> but when you're like, I hope it doesn't have paws, I'm like, it's Bryn's, it might. So. It, it could. Yeah. And that's <laughs> cool, too. It's going to be adorable no matter what. But we wish you the safest, most amazing uh, birthing experience. That sounds really weird to say. No, it's very good. I'm, in, I'm running in a lot of women hippie circles right now. I've actually yeah. heard that one a lot. So we're oh, good. Look at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm very versatile. I'm not like my inner hippie today. But yeah, just have a great experience and we, we can't wait for the update. Thanks. Thank you for posting.